Anime and friendship power. Anime and friendship. Anime and friendship power. Anime and friendship. Uh, it's, it's an anime friendship hour show. Uh, uh, okay, first Look. time you're listening to this show, here's the concept, here's the premise. We're going to talk about anime. Yes. And it lasts an hour. Roughly. And we are friends. Definitely. That's all of the That's ingredients. That's all, all you need to know. All you, don't yeah. read. Don't read ahead. Don't ask for spoilers. Just do not. That's what you need to know going in and, and let yourself, let the exploration be the, 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 the good part. Yeah. I'm Courtney, the host of Anime and Friendship Hour. And I'm Cody, the co-host of Anime and Friendship Hour. And this is the show. Uh, Are you expecting a lot of new listeners this week? Is that, is that why we're, we're getting right to brass tacks about the I, definition of the show? I, I guess so. I also feel like maybe what is fun to me is a lack of clarity for the <laughs> listeners and therefore unenjoyable. Some sort of dissonance, or perhaps. Yeah. 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 I can um, see that. Yeah, I don't mean, if you are a new listener, I feel like you should, if you know anything about podcasts, you should understand we're not going to, we're going to talk about anime, we're going to talk about all of their bullshit. Like, and you're, and, and you're, you're probably giving us enough rope to hang ourselves with. I hope so. God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, well, the first, before we talk about anime, we have to talk about ourselves yeah. with check-ins. Check-ins. <laughs> That's Chickadee China, the chicken chicken. We, we should explain there are studio dwellers here, most of them avian-based, that mm-hmm. are in charge of each mm-hmm. segment. The first one is chickens, and Chickadee China, the chicken chicken. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Chickadee China. We, we're giving you an extra big lead-up this week because we expect a lot of people to be interested in the topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, is it, you're, you're a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> it, we don't, let's not get political this early, Chickadee China. <laughs> I, I know. Your, your, your feelings are valid. Anyway, so Cody, let's do, check in. We dual check in. Oh, you want to talk about Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did improv with a lot of a lot of drunk people. Drunk Gen Xers. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly <laughs> who it was. Oh my god. It was the associations of of um. There are some party planners. Yeah, C- caterers and event planners. We're doing a beer bicycle tour of they San Jose. They're old J Lo's. <laughs> They were wedding planners. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, they're going to different places in San Jose, and they got to the Improv Comedy Club, Improv TM Comedy Club, well, the Santa Club, not yeah. not Improv Comedy, but we do. And, and you know what's great is when you tell people that you do improv and they ask you if you go to the improv. It, wouldn't it be nice if we just could say yes? <laughs> well, it would be so nice. And that's what we're trying to accomplish here by doing favors <laughs> for the Improv TM uh, Stand Up Club with us Improv uh, lowercase yes. uh, comedy people. <laughs> I had a lot of middle-aged women and their butts against me. Yeah, they loved. Uh, I don't even butt-based but, butt contact. Butt contact. Improv. Butt contact. Yes, it was very important that they were all drunk and it was eighty percent women. Yeah, if these were drunk forty-year-olds and eighty percent men. Oh my god, you're so we, right. We would both be dead in oh my god. simultaneous unrelated suicides. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. But it was, I'd say, tolerable. Uh, it was. It, it was, was a businesswoman drunk. Yeah. Uh, 
quasi-corporate tomfoolery. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know if I could do, like, the improv for corporation event stuff, mm-hmm. which is, like, kind of a thing around here That's in how, Silicon improv, Valley. Improv theaters don't make money selling tickets. They make money teaching people improv, and they make money um, going, going to corporate events. Yeah, and, and being improv. And, 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 yeah, team building exercises or yeah. just dicking around with employees. because. Yep. I don't know if I could do that because, like, the, the stress. You know how regular warm-ups are so enjoyable? <laughs> They're not. That's the secret. And then you add drunk people and just trying to accomplish a task when everything is yeah. against you. Oh, my God. On paper, this was a social situation that was my nightmare. Yeah. But at the same time, our theater owner, uh, Jeff... You could see a master class in wrangling and handling drunk Gen Xers. That's true. That he is was true. never I, not in control of the situation, despite what it looked like. I had a newfound respect for him. Like there is a skill set here being exercised. Exactly. And everyone had a jolly old time. Yeah. I didn't even have a bad time. I didn't it was either. Just, it was a whole thing, though. It was. It was a transaction that happened. Uh, anyways, let's get into it. You, you saw the title of the show. You know what we're talking about. We're finally talking about the, the, the biggest thing. anime of our it, lifetimes. It, Oh my god, you tell someone they like you like anime, like, whoa, have you heard of Attack on Titan? Oh, well, you gotta check out Attack on Titan. Oh, well, it's gotta be Attack on Titan. <laughs> Does anyone call it AOT or yes. AOT? Out. Out. Uh, it's also known as Shingeki no Kyojin. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a show. Humanity is fighting giant, gross versions of humanity. <laughs> They're basically uh, creepers on the bus. Yes. Is, I, I guess, the motivation behind... Um, I, they're not not creepy, but they're creepy in, like, a person way. Yeah, it is it is definitely... Okay, before we go any further, say, I fucking hate this show. And, and I should say, you've not made that a secret. I've never made that a secret. And it's very apparent, and... Yeah, yes. I mean, I'll get into the reasons when my points are applicable. Okay. But there are things I like, so I have to say this at the top, so people still listen to me a lot of the things i dislike are related directly to the manga and its creator but i yes we'll get into it but the anime itself when i rewatch it is like i forget the direction in it Mm -hmm. the the angles the way the artistic choices they make all very strong and they're all very effective music used well yep and i you know the titan's uh design is always played with that uncanny valley yeah thing really well yep the their omnidirectional gear stuff it's it's fun it's fun to watch yeah what let's push about it for an hour (laughs) okay should i just say why i don't dislike it well uh, what's what what do you know about uh, I'd like to hear about the background of the show because I'm coming in cold. I okay. just know that there's video games and at, watching this. Yeah, like, it's obviously huge. There there's a, uh, a movie, live action, a movie animated. There's a spinoff show. Um, oh, isn't it like My My Little Titans or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Titan Academia. We should have watched that. Okay, okay. <laughs> we should have watched one episode of that actually. <laughs> Maybe we do it later. Okay, Maybe we'll we do it later. Yeah. So before we get way into the top the main reason i dislike the show is because the creator is like a known apologist for japan's imperialism in Mm. korea oh boy um i feel like i have it on my phone but basically someone brought it up on his twitter and let me read the whole thing because it's really fucking fucked up here's a translation of what he said on his twitter i will say 
it's not his official Twitter. And there are some people like, we don't know if it was him, but it was pretty well known, pretty established. It's basically him. Like, he didn't come out and it, s- yeah, it doesn't. It. it doesn't have a check mark next to it. Yeah. But it's a known secret that that's him. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Um, okay, so the tweet is, I believe that categorizing the Japanese soldiers who were in Korea before Korea was a country, question mark, <laughs> as Nazis is quite crude. Also, I do not believe that the people whose populations were increased twofold by Japan's unification, question mark, of the country can be compared to people who experienced the Holocaust. This type of miscategorization is a source of misunderstanding and discrimination. So people accuse him of being a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. Here's the thing. Japan didn't straight up Holocaust Korea. Sure. But they outlawed the Korean language. They made people change their names. There was mass sexual assault on the women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So pretty fucking bad. And they did multiple things worse than the Nazis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I mean, it's there's a Venn diagram to be had. Yeah. And maybe you could argue the Nazis are worse, and you probably, they would probably yeah. be right. Yeah, and there, there is a strain of Japanese nationalist thought that's saying, well, you know, Korea wasn't a country until Japan came on it. Yeah, what's with this population twofold? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess... Is this about, like, infant mortality, think, or what, what? I I don't know all the fucking deals. Up. Maybe, my only guess is, like, Korea was, like, maybe a smaller country, and then Japan came to imperialize it, and it's like, well, let's get some fucking trains on here. Yeah, sure. And, you know, maybe that. Well, I mean, the British could say that about India and shit. I, but yeah, that exactly. It's that kind of thing. Like, when you're touting, I mean, you're basically saying daddy knows best when you come and colonize a country and, and do people. terrible things, and then you look back and say, but you got a bunch of good shit out of it, too, right? And it's like, yeah, go uh, fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Also, you know, bitch. trade and... and, and Education could have done that too. Yeah, you jackass. Yeah. Okay. So he's one of the. He's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those. People have also pointed out that the setting is very much like it looks German as fuck. People's names are German yeah, as fuck. It's pretty. One German. guy is like I want to say has the name Rommel, which is like famously the name of a Nazi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the main guy's name is Jaeger. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's North North European at worst, yeah. but you know it's Germany. It's. I mean, there's no evidence to say he's. He's never said Nazis aren't bad. Sure. But he's really gotten pretty close to someone who would say Nazis aren't bad. Well, like until the alt-right up came in America, he was kind of as close as you could get. But yeah. now, we, now we got a whole bunch of white people over here getting a lot closer. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And um, one of the characters is straight up named after a general who was responsible for the death of like tons and tons of Koreans. Right. And, like war crimes. And it's like, oh, I don't. I don't think it's like, like the Confederacy here. Yeah. Like General Lee. Stan. Yeah. And it's like, well, General Lee was such a cool, calm, level headed guy. It's like, really was he? There's a lot of like uh, retconning going on right now with like active U.S. senators trying to be like, well, he actually didn't like slavery. And it's like, if you look at just the things he re- read and wrote or read, wrote uh, and stuff, it's clearly, you know, he was pro-slavery. But, yeah. Uh, it, there, also, there's like, big... who gives a shit if he's not pro-slavery? He like did stuff for for pro slave for, for the south yeah, yeah yeah but yeah there's there's this whole like romanticization of like I mean, people don't want to believe that their ancestors direct an- their their um relatives or whatever yeah. i don't know they don't want to think they came from monsters but they did yeah. most yeah. of us did because everyone's fucking monster back then but especially some people yeah so yeah. um so that's why i you don't want to give this any benefit I, of the doubt uh, here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> i started watching this long ago when it the summer that it got hot i i watched it and before <laughs> I had heard, what hot uh, <laughs> Attack on Titan summer? Well, it was it really was a deal. It was a thing on Tumblr. You cannot. 
It was everywhere. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I had already like given up on the show before the thing uh, because. <sighs> okay, let's let's get to our, our episode recaps, and I'll I'll pepper in takes. Okay, these first three ish episodes are slow as shit. And yes. I was basically miserable. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, so we begin, it's it's humanity versus giant things. Initially, I liked that. I was like, that's a straightforward-ass plot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. But I think very clearly in the first episode, it makes clear, we are not going to have fun in this series at all <laughs> by any means. No We're one will have any joy. Yeah. Because it's like we live in a this walled area. It's like okay, well, it does seem pretty big, so maybe maybe people can live fulfilling lives there. Well, guess what? At the start, everyone, most of the people die. Twenty percent of the human population die. I so the math on this was rough because there's one big city. Yes, and for a hundred years, like there were surrounding cities, and then they all got attacked, so they all joined the city, right? And they built the walls. Yeah. Why are there no other cities? How I think the know? idea is they don't know. Maybe they don't know there's other cities. They they talked about essentially the Orient, as they call yeah, it. And uh, so they know there's a, a globe. And they know yeah. there's people from far away. And they know that those people are dead. But it wasn't I, super I, clear I, how they knew I that. think it's like presumed they're the only city. And if not, that's not really relevant to their lives. Sure. I, I like the small scale of this, like, geographically. Yeah. Like, I like the city-state as the world. Um, and then they show a picture of the city. And the whole outer, there's three tiers, right? Yeah. And in this first couple episodes, that first layer gets breached. and yes, just destroyed. And then they say 20%, but if you look at, if you do like the area of a, if you do pi r squared, that should have been like 80%. Yeah. But I guess the, there it was is, like they a all, lot of fields area. Funneled in. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a lot of that was, yeah. They it, keep talking about like their livestock area and stuff. And then yeah. presumably a lot of people survive by going to the second layer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you start in this horrible situation, then it gets more horrible, and it's like, why did you... You already had a strong premise for a horrible situation. You didn't have to make it worse. <laughs> like, you literally could have stopped where you started. Uh, oh, my God. So the or, the main character's family gets killed, yeah. is the idea, and then there's, there's a boy and a girl, and Aaron the girls Yeager, adopt it. Mikasa, Ackerman. These are our main characters. We have another guy named Armin. What's his face? So here's the types. Is Shouty Boy. Yeah, my hero, little boy. My, my hero, hero little boy. God, what a fucking pretentious little bitch. He's my least favorite part of the whole show. Yeah. Uh, by far. Minkasa, quiet, strong, strong, strong. Qu- quotation marks, female character. Yeah. And Armin, I don't know, fucking He's the... piss baby, but is smart at things. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically that's our yeah. crew. That's the Scooby Squad. So the the parents of Yeri killed, and the adopted parents of Mikasa have been um, killed before. We learn that later. So he wants. He, this is my hero academy. He wants to grow up to be part of the yeah. the, the big strong. He wants guys. to grow up to destroy the titans uh, and, and break. Out. And he keeps he keeps using the, the livestock metaphor that we yes. if we're living in the city, scared for hundred years, we're livestock, and we need to live out. We need to go outside. We got yeah. Nature walks. Want to do that? We we, we got to get free, buddies. <laughs> So the the soldiers that he aspires to. So we should talk about like what's going on. The yeah, pe- all the soldiers. Yeah, they have specialized soldiers who like some of them go out and fight the titans. Some of them guard the place. Yeah, you there, know. there's the interior ones which are seen as like have the cushy jobs, and then there's the ones that uh, fight off the titans that they don't, that for a hundred years have really not had to work. Uh, and then there's the ones that go out into the world and try to like reclaim land, and yeah. that's basically suicide missions. Yeah, they have what are they called? Omnidirectional. Omnidirectional gear. <laughs> they uh, they shoot Spider-Man things out 
and they have grappling hooks, and they have like six of those. Yeah. And then they have swords that are made of little like the Tetris block blades. Yes. And then, as we find out later, this is all powered by some sort of uh, steam, natural gas. Yeah. Canister, CO2 canister, or something like that. And they all fly around all crazy. So, this is probably, as far as like an action goes, this is where the fun of the show is. Yes, right? It's is, very fun to watch. They're flying through the city, they're flying through the forest. They're like, gotta use, they explain that they, the, the Titans have a weak spot in the back of their neck, so they can't just shoot them with cannons because they'll regenerate. So, our, it, most fantasy stuff is most fun when you find a reason that guns don't work. Yes, that is true. Guns ruined the middle of fantasy for the real world. Exactly. Uh, and so, this, I mean, even like Star Wars, right? It's like, well, the sword is more powerful now. Now I have a story, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't ask why it just is. <laughs> so, he, he wants to join them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, basically, uh, his family dies, the wall gets breached, and then we cut to a bunch of years later in episode two or three, and he, they, they, the, the kids join, right? Yeah, the kids join. Is there anything that important before that? Really not. Honestly, they spend two episodes just establishing and reestablishing how miserable their situation is yeah. and how scared everyone is of the Titans and how scared the Titans are. And even after they do that in the first two episodes, they continue to do that throughout every episode. Constantly, constantly. And like at a certain point, I had to fucking stop because it's like, no, no, I can't fucking imagine a bad writing. Get fucking through with it. B. Let's say we do have a society that has grown up with this yeah. as a reality of their life. Like, I'm pretty sure people would be, like, at least more, eh, we're probably going to die. Let's go fuck it, you know? <laughs> and, but, but, yeah, everyone needs a monologue about everything. Yeah. They need a monologue about how scared they are and about how guilty they are for being scared. And and how how great the people who aren't scared are because they're so great. And is, it, is this a military thing? Is is felt? There's a lot. This of is a show that wants an oligarchy. <laughs> this, this show here. Another reason why I can't fucking fuck with this show is that everyone so quickly they they join the military and then it's made out to be the, the serving the military is the greatest thing anyone can do. And any of the people in the military who aren't so super stoked to be doing it are f- losers and fakes. And, and anyone in society who doesn't give the utmost respect to soldiers are fucking idiots and ingrates. And it's like, go fuck yourself. You have no idea how society works. Fuck the military. It's Yeah, maybe not the best time in the world to be glorifying it. And also, here's my other thing. I feel like in the context of being written in Japan, a fact of the Japanese, definitely the alt-right, to a lesser extent the conservative parties, I would imagine. I imagine the division between what the alt-right believes and the officials, sure. you know, is similar to America. Yeah. But there's definitely people who are like, we should have a military again. And I feel like this is coming from a place where thinking that because our country doesn't have a military, they were subjugated by everyone else. And here's the thing. You're not. Japan is doing great. Yeah. Japan is doing fine. Sure. The thing that's fucking you up is the population thing. Not like maybe North Korea is a deal, but like at least economically. Y'all's is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, <sighs> the world isn't subjugating Japan is the thing. Right. The world is subjugating a lot of countries. And I'm not going to, like, cultural imperialism. You're still supporting America having power over country. <sighs> That's the thing. No, no, no. I'm saying you're doing that by oh. saying Japan shouldn't have its own military. Like, that was our hey, rules that we thing. put on them. Here's the thing. America was fucked up for doing that, but I also feel like no one should have a military. <laughs> That's my thing. Sure. It's and a also feel like, evil, but it's an evil. And I also know that 
I know where it's coming from, this desire for military. It's just like nationals in the same way people here want the military to be a bigger thing. Yeah. He's spending the last yeah. year for no goddamn reason. Um, yeah. But we've never been subject. I mean, the last time we were subject to somebody other country's rules, whereas uh, like before we were a British colony. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. But I also feel like. Well, what did they want to do with the military? I mean, they feel like, uh, I don't know. Practically speaking, no one's. Is, aside from the North aside Korea, for North Korea, which is a multi-country situation. Yeah, that's a multi-country situation. And it's not like you need tanks and shit for that. You just need like. I feel like you just need a way to neutralize it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the only thing I ever hear about, and this is me often the other side of the world, but uh, it's it's mostly just uh, the South China Sea, right? Yeah. And it's just three countries, like, jockeying for little islands and building yeah. artificial islands for territory yeah. and fishing and rights. And I don't know. I mean, I, the whole world could demilitarize a lot more now yeah. as it becomes richer and more democratic. And we're certainly not one to talk as we just I know. increased yeah. our military budget by a bunch of trillion dollars. <sighs> Anyway, my original point before all this was not that this is pro-war, but rather the genre that this is presenting itself as. It kind of feels like a war movie. Because it's mostly yeah, about post-traumatic, oh, sure. post-traumatic stress, kind of. And people dealing stress. with seeing the horrors of war and then sitting on it emotionally for way too long. Yes. And here's the thing. So episode number five is titled The First Battle. And if your first battle is episode number five, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I Yeah. I To be fair, once we got through the whole art, we basically, we watched how many of these? We watched it through the main character seemingly dying and then seemingly coming back yeah. alive, right? That arc, from him dying to him coming back alive, I was basically enjoyed myself. Everything leading up yeah. to that, I it's was... It's just him yelling! Yeah. It's basically My Hero Academia. Yeah. Uh, the first four episodes. Yeah, which except- makes me think that My Hero Academia might get a lot better in the five episodes I did Here's watch after thing, that. My Hero Academia, <laughs> even when it was him crying about, like, I can't have the my goal, the thing I want. Yeah. It's like... There was still fun to be had yeah. there. Still, like... You're right. This there, this show is devoid of joy. It's devoid of joy. They try to add things that are funny, like they have a character named Sasha, and she eats a lot of food. And that's right. kind of fun, but it's not... Yeah, not That's not same. a thing. No. I didn't even realize that was trying to be fun when it was happening. Yeah, that's the closest you get to fun. Uh, yeah, okay. So you really need to be invested in this story yeah. and these characters for you to get payoff here because it is a straight drama the yeah. whole way. Yeah, and it's... It could have been a little... I mean, for how ridiculous the, the bad guys look, like, it, I don't know. I would have probably enjoyed it a lot more if it, it had more yeah. fun elements. Also, at least in the anime, the palette is all just these grays and browns. Yeah, for and sure. It's like... Oh, let's talk about the art in this show because it is something else. It's a, it's a mix of... It's very well very directed. Good. Very Overall, it's good. Um, Over, makes a very good, well directed. So it's there's kind of three elements. There's really tastefully done 3D. Yes. That has sweeping shots, script. looks very expensive. Yes. Then there's regular ass anime, which will be pressed up against that 3D without much, like, even like thought put into like making it blend, right? Yeah. It's just very much we're watching anime, watching a 3D, watching an anime. Yeah. Then there are frames that are just straight up stills. There's stills that pan, yes. which cost $0. So I'm imagining the budget was, let's get our 3D. Okay, we're out of money. Let's make the anime. Okay, we're really out of money. Let's just pan yeah. over some stills. <laughs> and then mix all... And I get maybe there's something quaint to that. Maybe people like that. But... I mean, I it, get it. But it made, it made me think of Berserk, where Berserk was like, 
it was 3D and it was animated, but the anime was very high quality and it blended very well with the 3D. And it, yeah. it made some coherent idea. Whereas I, I still liked this visually and I think it was cool and interesting, but it's still very jarring to me that it was yeah. kind of like three different mediums. Ha- like they might as well cut their live action halfway through. Like, I, I don't, yeah. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, also, so- my I, I didn't like the art. I feel like the character models are just. I've always felt like the arc of Attack on Titan is like weird and awkward and their faces are like too smooth. Yeah, and their little, eyeballs are too big. I'm wondering if I'm. Yeah, everyone looks like a, a basically a little child. Chat, yeah. even when they grow up. I, I still didn't have it, and maybe I'm spoiled from other animes having everyone have different colored hair. But I still wasn't completely clear on every character and remembering every character very easily yeah. based on a visual picture. I was like, oh, it's that dude. Is that that dude from before here or not? And I get they're different and like I could put a little more effort into it, but some shows really knock you over the head with, yeah. this is this person visually and, and emotionally and this is this person visually I, emotionally. I get why they do that because it is a grim show and having yeah. pink hair people would maybe detract from that. Yeah, for sure. But it is also very difficult to do that when everyone is wearing the same fucking thing. <laughs> So yeah, so let's talk about fashion. All the military police, or whatever they're called, the, the, they the have their—they're in like crop top brown coats. Yes, and it's not a bad look. It's not bad. And then they got their big ass sword holster dealy things on their mm-hmm. sides. Um, and then it's very just like I don't know, British or North European uh, winter wear. Yeah, or fall fall wear maybe. It yeah, this is definitely fall tones anime. Yeah, it is. yeah. Okay, so. They they get trained. This was there's part, another two episodes. Yeah, of training. before before like, they me. they even fight a dude. They have to get trained on how to fight the dude. And this seems so awkward to me because I'm like, if this is the stakes you set up in your show, it should be shit happening, happening, happening. This should be like late Game of Thrones when we're finally dealing with White Walkers, right? Where like if we have people talking, they're talking about how they're gonna deal with this. If it's interpersonal drama, it's like about that and inside it's like let's go back to school yeah. let's let's, let's have- go back to school i'm gonna i have self-doubt it's like yeah wow, Th- these two get- episodes are really slow and, and like they he gets on like on a training oh. bungee and like yeah. he fails and falls on his face and then like it ends up it doesn't work because he just had faulty gear yeah, which was not that- set up at all yeah or at least i didn't get why that was a thing i mean the thing is like it's supposed to be like, he wants it so bad, but for some reason he's not good at it. But we're going to show you how determined he is at it. But now he did it because he figures out how to do it. And then you figure out that his gear was broken the whole time. So the fact that he was able to do it with broken gear means he's even better than everyone else. They're special boy hang- boying it. Uh, yeah, I mean, but he didn't, he, he couldn't. He still failed, and then they're like, oh, you failed, but you had faulty gear, so you still yeah. pass. And then later we find out he's still not even one of the best people. Yeah, yeah, they do so, like a whole thing. Doesn't that undercut it all? They I, do a whole fucking thing describing the students, like their strengths and weaknesses. And they get to him, he's like, well, he's not smart. He's not that great at fighting, but he's as a, a determination that's almost scary. <laughs> and it's like, that's also a bad aspect for right. us. That's how people make mistakes and get themselves and other people killed. <laughs> And he always like give these like ranty speech about yeah this show this, this whole show is him talking down to people yeah this show loves one upping people because every character we're supposed to relate to is constantly like I'm gonna I'm gonna make make you look like an idiot for having an opinion that's different than mine and I'm gonna <laughs> talk down to you and it's gonna be real dramatic and everyone will see how wrong you are yeah 
Definitely. Especially yeah. these first five episodes like, while this kid's alive. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a character who's like, yeah, I'm just here as a training thing to get good enough to be able to live in like the inner, inner place. Yeah, be a city guard. And that's, that's a good character motivation to have. It's an interesting yeah. take and it's a realistic one. And it's, and you know what? It's one, it's hard not to be sympathetic with. Oh, yeah. But they make this out to be like the worst fucking thing you could do. It's like, this guy just wants to have like a good life. Yeah. Because everything is and probably going to he still wants to do die. his job well. He just doesn't want yeah. the job that you want. Yeah. Go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, also, it just seemed like a moment of the show being like a slave to genre. Because it's like, oh, yeah, it's a show. And we have to have... We have to show them training. And, yeah, and that's true. It was kind of going. These first five episodes were kind of like going yeah. through the motions on that shit. The real interesting shit starts in once they grow up for what? what yeah, was it, five years, ten years, something like that. We skip ahead. Yeah, now they're adults. They're on the team. They're still not quite graduated, yeah. but like we get there. Uh, and I haven't mentioned that how through all this, every show is so laden with flashbacks. Oh God! Yeah. So, oh my God! It's all like establishing things about characters. Like well, I'm going to show you how much this character cares about x thing it's like well i already kind of gathered that you yeah. could have just said that you could have just had your character say that i don't need five minutes to show me that they assume that you care about everybody already yeah. and that we want to spend time doing this no, no the one character whose flashback i felt did more good than harm was mika-san's because yeah. i felt her motivation and skills and ability and determination and loyalty to aaron was so cheap and unearned. Yes. That they're like, okay, she's like this badass killer, no-nonsense person who is going to look after him forever because his mom said do that when she died. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, was that really all it took for her to like dedicate her life to him and it also be the Stone Cold Killer? And it's like, well, okay, they gave her this traumatic storyline yeah. where Basically, he saved her. Basically, he and saved she, her life. And then and that, that's, she had to like like take a knife and kill a dude, so she has like this childhood trauma and then also attachment to him and then it's her family. And I'm like, okay, okay. like That, that at least it's it's still like three episodes kind of late on that or whatever but like i i at least appreciate they thought about it and they didn't think that they could just like move on yeah you know i also Um, still feel like it was kind of a whole episode i hate (laughs) that we our our flagship strong quotation marks female character has to be like her motivation has to be taking care of a dumb shit that was my original problem with it was that she she lives in service to whiny guy and the mom was basically like it's your responsibility to make sure he's not a dumbass right and I was like this is terrible fuck this Um, and so yeah, yeah. I, I feel sense. like the origin story helped a little bit in that it respect. It didn't solve my problem. But my but problem. ultimately, this is the choices we made was to yeah. make a whiny, irrational guy the main guy, and then like even better, stronger character, just a, a support system for yes. him, right? Yes. And it isn't her story; it's his story. Yeah. Uh, so there's also we should talk about the the breach happened because there's two special ones. Yes, there is muscle guy and there's armor guy. Yeah. The one's taller than all the other ones, tall enough to get past the wall. Too tall for his own skin. That's true, yeah. Very gross. Uh, and then the other one is j- just, I guess, has armor and can yeah, bust through. Can bust through walls. Busting through. <laughs> but they they get okay. So they graduate top of the class, which means they get it put inside the city. And then he's like, no. That's not the real job. We're, we're, we're going to be scattering. Go out there. Which, okay, but it, I don't think okay. it really matters other than like those two episodes I cared about it. So yeah. it's kind of like, why did we go through all this? But whatever. They're they're on their first day in, at the job, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Muscle Boy shows up. Tall guy. Yeah. Just, Bad just, day. Bad first day. In, just teleports in or becomes... I don't know. He just shows up instantly, right? And yeah. he smacks him down. 
and then they go back to fight back, and then he teleports away again. Yeah. So there's something here we don't understand. Um, I mean, one thing I'll say about, I don't like the plotting of the show, but it is good at dropping little things like, well, that's, what the fuck is the deal with that? What's the deal with that? Yeah, there's a lot of mysteries. Yeah, there's a lot of mysteries, and it's, that's well thought out. Um, I mean, actually, I don't know how a lot of them play out, so I can't say. But it, it's well. It's enjoyable played. for the ride. The well set up. You're, you're always wondering something. Yes. And they do explain or figure out things at a enjoyable enough pace uh, that you don't yeah. feel like you're completely being dicked around the whole time. Yeah. So then there's another big attack, I guess. And yeah, then, uh, and basically it's just people fighting these titans. But they're, they're always like, oh, we're going to fight them. Oh, but I'm too scared. And then you die. And yeah. it's like, I mean... It's cool that some characters actually died, though. Asterix, yeah. we don't actually know exactly. Because uh, yeah. as we find out... And the the big deal is uh, Armin freaks out and doesn't yeah. fight, which is a classic like war movie trope or whatever. And then uh, Aaron gets his limbs bit off just by some rando yeah. trash mob. And then... Uh, but still, with one arm and one leg, saves, saves Armin uh, from the mouth of a dude and gets swallowed. Yeah. Uh, at this moment, I'm thinking, wow, if this show is actually about Armin, or later, if it's actually about Mikasen, uh, maybe this Great. all pays well, yeah, off. Yeah. Maybe I'm on board now. Maybe. Uh, as it turns maybe out, it's not. No, he does he, come back. He lives, he he becomes the Titan somehow. That's another thing. I'll explain it and shit. I'm sure. Yeah. It was kind of cool that up until that aspect, I mean, yes, there's mythological like beasts coming at you, but like the people's resistance and power is all practical there were yeah. i mean they're, they're okay they're flying around the air on on fucking co2 cartridges but like there's no magic you know yeah. there's not yeah, i'm mad fun. so i can shoot lasers out of my ass right yeah. so i kind of appreciate the practical nature of that and so now the only super element is being introduced by the enemies themselves okay but for all i know we just got to the point where he popped out of the the dude at the end so yeah. for all we know he's a special person or not i don't know I don't yeah know. i think that's what i believe that's what it ends up setting up but yeah, my th- whole thing with the show is that it just the pacing is like, I don't need 20 people's monologues about why they fight. You can just have them say it once. <laughs> Especially when it's such like a drastic thing. Like the human race is in one city. There's giant monsters that eat your family. It's like, yeah. do I really need, is it really that nuanced? Yeah. Like, you know what's more interesting is like soldiers in Vietnam where A, a lot of them were drafted. B, the war was unjust and immoral and was killing people. And then there, now you have a mix of opinions about why you're yeah. there, right? Because mm-hmm. it's complicated and terrible. This is like, well... All the citizens are idiots for not taking this more seriously and whatever. Um, anyway, so he's gone for a couple episodes and Mika-san is kind of uh, like yeah. finding that out and Armin's like being a crying little baby yeah. bitch and uh, they have to like the HQ of the, um, the what are they called? The Valkyries? Whatever they are. Their, their main supply things are all out and they're all being taken over by Titans. So they have to form this plan to go take it back. And that's when one Titan starts beating up on the other ones, which we'll later discover is because uh, yeah. Aaron is somehow inside doing the... What's, hey, the old Evangelion. He's doing Evangelion. He's doing... Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, it, it, I, I did look at like That's a nice way to have an Evangelion without having to draw a robot. If that's your goal, <laughs> you got it, it's baby. It's an organic, pure farm-to-table Evangelion yeah. right there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much more to say about the show. Yeah. He, he beats them all up, and then they kill him, and then he pops out of the back, and they're like, yeah. oh, he's alive. So this goes on for a few more seasons, and I'm sure there's a lot more yeah, to go on. I but- mean, I, from what I understand, there's lots of twists and turns, and I know my brother gives me an update on it every now and then. It's, it sounds like some things are interesting, and some things are very disappointing. <laughs> 
At this point, I think you get the pace of it. You get the yeah. what, what your meat and potatoes of the show is. I, I don't know. After going through that whole arc, I guess I definitely don't hate it as much as you do. I don't have the background yeah. that you're you're you're, defi- you're definitely viewing it in the context of where where what the the origin where of it from. It, where, yeah, where it's culturally coming from, and possibly the the culture around the fandom or viewership. Yeah, of it. Um, um, and I yeah, I just feel like it's such a bum vibe and the lack of like the enemy even being a real thing yeah i think they reveal that three of the characters who are on the side like spoiler 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 like somehow can turn into titans yeah there's gotta be some sort of like deceit or like, yeah yeah there's betrayal. some that's i i just think it's a bum show and i think it's a basic here's my other thing it's a basic ass anime yeah it's like not that interesting of a plot to me really <laughs> I, like, I, I, it's yeah. interesting at first, but it got really fucking old. I hear they spend a lot of time without doing anything later in the seasons. Yeah. I guess the thing that seems cheap to me is the, it's, it, like I said, genre-wise, it's kind of shot like a war movie. Yeah. Um, and there's two types of war movies. There's good war movies, which revolve around humanizing the enemy. Yes. That is basically the central premise, or at least a big element of every good war movie. Yes. And then there's the war movies, which are just about action and violence and lionizing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pep rally for yeah. your side. It's the you know, American Sniper as, as opposed to the Hurt Locker, right? Yes. Now, this one, I mean, it's... It's hard to interpret it as anything other than an American Sniper. Yeah, it's but not, it's it's not it's not saying... It's not glorifying much. It's just kind of like, we're doing this just to do this. I mean... Or to be Spider-Man, which I guess is cool. The thing is, I guess, to me, it's a, saying people who our soldiers and fight are like the, the coolest, oh, best yeah. people. We should respect them more than anyone. Special and boy. they're the smartest and they know the most things. And it's like, yeah. For, okay. It's definitely doing that. Yeah. 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 And, and the like, enemy, there's nothing to humanize there. They're big droning yeah. robot people that eat people, but yeah. not because they're hungry. We eat pomegranates and potatoes because we're hungry. That's <laughs> so true. They did a good job with the potato and the pomegranate. <laughs> that pomegranate got more screen time. That, oh, they had the, they had the mo- prettiest pomegranate I've ever <laughs> seen drawn. That was some good shit. I'll I, tell you I, that. I'll, I'll pay for, for the whatever principal <laughs> photography of the <laughs> pomegranate. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like people are going to get mad at me for this. Yeah, you're kind of telling people the thing they like is terrible. I feel like tell people that every time they mention attack on titan <laughs> the thing you like is boring as shit and it's made by an imperialist go fuck yourself well it's may you know what it took you 85 episodes to get to that point but here we are <laughs> make the right type of enemies that's what you should ask yourself of the of the people who dislike me the people who should dislike me mm-hmm. good good this has been attack on anime by attack on, yeah exactly <laughs> My life is an attack on anime. Uh, well, Just attack watch something fun. You, you don't need to. I don't get why people commit to the. It's it's like The Walking Dead for me. It's like there was fun moments of that show before I gave up on it, which was still five seasons before everyone else. Like did. they just talk forever, and then they do things. When they do things, it's depressing. And it's like you could be watching like fucking New Girl or something. Why do this? Even like Breaking Bad was fun in a lot of ways. Yes, even yeah. if it was a serious show, right? Tag on Titan, not as good as Breaking Bad. Final conclusion <laughs> from Cody: Two out of five Breaking Bads. <laughs> Breaking medium. <laughs> oh, you know what? Watch medium. <laughs> Three out of five mediums. That's still on. I don't think so. Medium Miami. I'm thinking of Psych, actually. Oh yeah, with Dulé Hill. 
Dulé Hill. Mm. We just rewatched The West Wing. He's on that. Yes. Makes me sad. Uh, mm. Fans? Fan corner? Yeah, before we lose all of our fans, let's talk about the fans we have right now. Those are who are left. Those who already interacted before they could unsubscribe. After the Attack on Titan episode of Anime Friendship Hour, we lost 20% of our fan population. <laughs> <laughs> we were reminded that day that no one likes us. <laughs> That's it. That's this is our personal attack this on Titan. The, our review. The of Titan, Titan of this podcast oh, yeah. is my ego and need to assert opinions. <laughs> hey, we, no one doesn't want you to be true to yourself. Thank you. And to others. I'm gonna remember that 98 degrees song from Mulan. Be true to your heart. They got a song in Mulan. I didn't know 90 degrees. True to your heart. You gotta be true to your heart. I listened because I was fucking in love with Mulan. You know what? Let's talk about a war movie. Mulan. It's a war movie. Actually, what a fucking great. Does it humanize the enemy? Not really. It gives them jokes, though. <laughs> it gives them jokes. That allows you to connect with them in some way. Exactly. The basis of comedy. They're making a live action Mulan, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're making a live-action Lilo and Stitch, too. What? My two favorite Disney movies. The only two I can really stand. (laughs) Uh, Who's playing Stitch? I think he's going to be a 3D, so probably Andy Uh, Serkis. Andy Serkis is (laughs) Stitch. Oh, my God. That's going to be great. I hope hope Backstreet Boys get... uh, I want it my way. Aquafina is going to get so much fucking work. (laughs) Our top listening to City is... Kalukan City, Philippines. Oh, dog, Philippines. Also, uh, Manila, Philippines. Unless it's the same person and they're oh, uh, different oh, cell towers. maybe they work in Manila and <laughs> they they live in Kanuka or maybe other way out. Is it really Kanuka? Kaluna. Can- Kel- Kaluna. Okay, Kanuka sounds. That's a city in Canada. <laughs> um. One of the early threads of our show, I think, was us not knowing enough about the Philippines, given the Filipino population of San Jose. That might be the same listener, then. <laughs> they're coming back around to us. They're like, hey. You know what? I bet they brushed like. up on a little something. Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> Lumpia. <laughs> oh, you know what? At the um, museum that I technically can't say the name of, there's a Filipino gentleman. And he's like, we're going to do lechon, and I, or I think it's called pronounced that, basically Filipino burying and cooking pig underground. Then you take oh. it up and everyone eat off it because pig good. That sounds cool. Yeah. I like the, the whole like everyone gets together to eat a pig in, like, I love that. in 49 parts. I, I did not realize the scale of a pig. A pig, get... motherfucker, a pig. <laughs> it would... I feel like a pig could kill me. It, it can. It fam- well, I mean, boars. Wild yeah. boar. Yeah. Wild boar, wild boar. This uh, is now <laughs> smartest man in the world. <laughs> We're going to do his jokes now. I didn't even know that was... What is, what's the wild boar. Wild boar, wild boar. It's wild boys. Okay. It's a song. It's a song. Okay. God. I don't know enough about culture to get a Greg Proof reference, right? It's okay. Neither does our audience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kalukin's, uh, uh city is known for its motorcycle dealers and motorspar- motorcycle spare parts dealers. Ooh. 
Is that it? I mean, I don't know. There's a, you know there's a whole goddamn Wikipedia article. You That's read a it. cool. Oh, you! I will. Have you ever been on a motorcycle? You barely went on a bike. I guess I could barely get on a motorized scooter. <laughs> when I tried to ride a bike the last time, I gave myself a black eye. That's right. I God, still I'm not wanna, sure I believe that. I want to. You're like I was just riding down the street on uh, a stairs. I fell down into a door that I slammed on my face, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. That's a normal story that people have." It's really what happened. <laughs> I don't remember what my thinking was, but I basically cushioned my fall with my face. It's like your eyes suck. <laughs> you're, when I read this Wikipedia art article, you're going to be so fucked up. You're not even going to understand the, the knowledge I'm putting on the table. Um, did you know their fucking zip code? 1400? You want to fucking send something? You want to post something to Kalukin, Philippines? You definitely need way more digits than that, I would assume. Maybe not. Well, it's a start. <laughs> it's just a good start. You know what? There are only so many numbers. You have the first four. Numbers is numbers. We've established that in this show, if anything. It's interesting how numbers always happen and always will be numbers. <laughs> is this like the uh, CBS procedural numbers that followed Medium on... Thursday nights. Medium numbers. These are not spicy numbers. <laughs> above 10, below 100. Medium numbers. Right in the middle. Another top listener is friend of the show, Kyle Hovland, I assume Ooh! because he's got his own podcast. Oh, yes. Plug, 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 plug. Check out uh, Riding the Bus with Kyle and Faco. Oh, okay. Kyle, love him from the show. Faco, exclamation point. Haven't had him on the show, but dear friend of us as a person. Yep. Two great guys. They make a podcast while on the bus. Called Riding the Bus. What do you need more than that? That's that's a good-ass premise. We should have thought of that premise, except <laughs> you'd be afraid of public transportation. I I went to all grad school on a bus. Okay. I've done the bus. Okay. I just, I, I'm all right. I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to listen to it this week. But the background audio on an actual bus has got to be bomb-ass podcast background audio oh yeah oh yeah we did one episode at a restaurant we should do more episodes at was, denny's or cool. ihops yeah or ihob or whatever the fuck they're called it's ihop again it's ihop oh geez that, that was that, that was, was never fast. a thing but anyway i that's gotta be some great some great ambiance ambience mm-hmm. am, am, ambulance no okay anyway fan corner fan corner thank you fans thank you for those I'm relatable. I'm linkable. If you, I just have opinions. If you have a stirring defense of Attack on Titan, please write us a multi-paragraph essay. I, here's the thing. I've read some defenses of it. A lot of it has to do like, well, actually, this reveal makes it more like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but I feel like the guy is still a bad person. I'm trying to get the fans to interact with us. Oh, and I fuck don't me. actually care about what you think about Attack on Titan. I, I, I do care. I mean, no, I don't. I don't know. I love you. I respect your opinion, fan, much like you respect ours for not really. Tell me your opinion. Show. I'll tell you if I respect it. <laughs> I just want comments. <laughs> that's true comment let's find something we both like you know how people get internet views is by being controversial oh should is that what's going on here yeah yeah it's, <laughs> you know what cody i'm saying the goddamn sjw's keeping me from talking shit about attack on time let's let's fulfill an uh episode of courtney on the street while you run around at anime conventions yelling at people with a microphone about how much you hate attack on time. okay <laughs> 
Hold up a dollar. Before a dollar, what's worse? Attack on Titan or My Hero Academia? <laughs> and then everyone's heads are going to explode. And then you can run around and be like, I got a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Name a woman. <laughs> Billy Eichner truly is a, a gift to the world. Um, anyway. You did name a woman anime edition. <laughs> <laughs> name a woman in anime. <laughs> Uh, uh, top Never 20 won. examples for all boys. Okay. Anyway, this has been Amy Fetch Power. I've been Cody. Amy Fetch Power. I have been Courtney. And goodbye, Jojo. Bye, Jojo. Hey, everyone. Want to thank you so much for listening. And also, really quickly, want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts. So you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>